The forge was as hot as ever, and his arms ached from the numerous sword blades he'd already made. But Trace continued to pummel the steel that was unfortunate enough to find its way to the anvil. Virtually all of them wouldn't be able to be used to make a serviceable sword. Not that it mattered to him. He was simply using the act as a means to vent his frustration. He paused to look over his poor craftsmanship. Do you usually make swords like this? Chiral asked loudly. Trace tossed the hammer down and let go of the blade he was forging. When he looked at her, she wasn't paying him any attention. She was looking down at the ground, where nearly a dozen sword blades lay scattered around Jensen's forge. Her light brown hair spilled over her shoulders, and she had her arms crossed. He couldn't see her bright blue eyes, but he knew they would be upon him soon enough. And judging by the way she asked the question, she wasn't impressed by what she saw. No matter the circumstances, for the short time they'd been travelling together, she always kept him honest. While they weren't openly honest about how they felt about each other, they were honest in all other aspects. And, as usual, he had to admit that she was right. No, he told her. Is it helping? she asked. With what? I'm no swordsmith, but even I know those aren't passable swords. So I'm guessing you're taking your anger out on them. Some. Good, she said quickly, before he could say anything further. Now stop blaming Jensen for trying to take care of your mother. He gave Wren my father's journal, Chiral, Trace explained. He didn't know exactly why Wren needed his father's journal, but he suspected it contained logs of his investigations. Whatever it was, Jensen had no right giving it to him. Wren was a bully and a terrible person. He didn't deserve to be the one holding the journal penned by Trace's father. And your father gave it to Jensen, not you, Chiral pointed out. I was too young to understand its contents then. I'm not now, Trace protested. And your father entrusted it to Jensen. I'd like to think he trusted him for a reason. I don't think he would have wanted him to give it to the likes of Wren, Trace argued. He had hoped that he wouldn't have to deal with Wren during his time at home, but it seemed as if he couldn't avoid the man. As if all the times Wren had bullied him as a child wasn't enough, now as an adult, Wren had managed to get his hands on Trace's last remaining connection with his father. He doubted Jensen had intended to hurt Trace by doing so, but what Wren's intentions were remained to be seen. To save your mother's life? I think that's exactly what your father would have wanted it used for. It wasn't his to give, Trace told her. He didn't want to give in. He knew she was right, but he wanted her to see his point of view. It was, and you know it. Your father gave it to him, not you. I know you wanted to read it, but Jensen only did what he thought was best in order to help your mother. You don't understand, he told her. She couldn't. She knew her father for much longer than he knew his. All he had was a letter and a promise of reading the journal to find out more about his. Now the journal was gone. Jensen traded it to Wren. In exchange for the journal, Jensen received a good sum of money, of which he wouldn't say how much, but Jensen used the money to pay for Trace's mother's continued treatments. I understand everything. I know you want to know more about your father, I get that, 
but I also know your mother's life is easily worth whatever it was that journal contained, regardless of who wrote it. Jensen didn't do it out of malice, he did it out of love. You can't blame the man for that. I never met your father, but I doubt that he would. She was right, as usual. Her father wouldn't blame Jensen. He'd give the journal up in a moment to save the woman he loved. If what was in his father's letter was true, he had given his life for his son. He'd easily give up a book for his wife. But losing the journal wasn't something Trace was prepared for. He had so many questions that needed answers. That journal was Trace's best way to learn more about his father and the plan the man had for him. Not that the latter mattered much anymore, but it was still something that shouldn't belong to Wren. In the end, though, he couldn't blame Jensen for trying to help his mother. Trace couldn't expect the man to sit by and watch helplessly as her condition deteriorated. He did what he could to help her. Jensen wasn't the one to blame. I'll take your silence as your agreement with my assessment, she told him. He couldn't disagree, so he simply nodded his head. Good. Have you thought about just asking him to sell it back to you? I hadn't, actually, Trace admitted. He was yet again reminded of how good it was to have Chiral with him. Didn't think so. Now clean up and get back to your mother. She's asking for you. He nodded once again, but didn't reply. He knelt down and began picking up the discarded blades with his gloved hand. He felt her hand gently brush across his shoulders as she departed. She was trying to comfort him as best she could. He knew it was difficult for her. Having recently lost her father, it had to be difficult. And even with that painful event so recent, she had accompanied him here when he found out his mother was sick. It had to be a horrible reminder of what she had already lost. His mother's condition had affected her speech the most, making her stutter frequently. The medical said she had an attack of sorts on her brain and had originally lost full control of more than just her speech. But over time her speech improved to some degree, her coordination improved, and she regained control of her facial muscles. For the most part, only the impaired speech remained. Both he and Haral had tried to heal her by walking path of heart, but neither had any luck in curing that condition. It was widely accepted that any disease that affected the brain, or any damage to it for that matter, couldn't be healed using magic. It didn't stop Trace from trying. He suspected her all and continued his efforts solely out of respect, though the man mentioned the futility of it each time.